Welcome to Relationships Unhinged Podcast, where we explore dysfunctional partnerships that became deadly. These stories give a whole new meaning to the term, till death do us part. Hello, and welcome back to Relationships Unhinged Podcast. Welcome back. So we took a hiatus. Yeah, but we're back. We're back. Yeah. We may have taken a break because we're like two ships that pass in the night and never have two minutes together. But I did do some research and I have some cases. What'd you got? I got some good ones. This first one I'm bringing you comes from Alabama. We are not relation. <laughs> so... uh it's not, it's not a Greenville, Alabama. Greenboro. Right. What is it, Greenboro? Greenboro? Greenboro. Yeah, it's not Greenboro, Alabama. It's uh, Lee County, Alabama, a.k.a. Auburn. Mm. So we're going to talk about Angela and Carl Dickinson. Carl is 47-year-old truck driver when he met Angela, who was 19. Ah. 19-year-old teenager. Yeah, a lot in common. Right. Well, they actually did have something in common. How does that even happen? So even though he's old enough to be her dad, turns out he actually dated her mom. Ah. Right? That's weird. I feel like that happens a lot. In Alabama? No, like in our show. I feel like that's happened yeah. at least once before yeah. on our show. So he was twice divorced, and he had three children. They start dating in 2002. They get married within the year in 2002. So apparently, like, all their relationship... Their house was kind of like an open door policy. Like any anybody that like was falling on hard times was welcome in their house. Like a flop house. Her sister and her sister's kids, her stepbrother, their friends, all the way up until 2006 when Paul Phillips moves in with them. He's Carl's friend and coworker. Oh, okay. He's his besticle. His what? Okay, that's that's the actual name for male besties. Male besties rhymes with testicle. It does. That's why it's called that besticle. Interesting. Mm-hmm. This you is learn something new every day. Straight out of Urban Dictionary. So anyway, I have boys, like you know, friends, my homeboys. They're not your besticles. They're definitely not my besticles. And you I don't only want have them one besticle. And I don't want them near my testicles. You only have one besticle. Okay. Yeah, like a girl only has one actual bestie. A guy only has one actual besticle. <laughs> You can consider who your who, best goal is. I don't know who will even want that title. <laughs> hey, dude, I just called to tell you that I, I figured out you're literally my best goal. Or like, I had to tell my best goal first. Yeah, that's just weird. <laughs> this is why you don't trust the Urban Dictionary. I love Urban Dictionary. I get the best shit out of there. You know what it's called? Thanks, wait, thanks to Urban Dictionary. You know what it's called when you carry things up your vagina? Oh, God. Biopersing. Biopersing? Yeah. <laughs> So, when some when you say like, "Where's your phone?" Oh, well, I'm biopersing it. You know where it is. That's disgusting. Just let it be. That's disgusting. So, anyhow. So, in 2013, she's still married to Carl. At this point, Carl's now 59. Wow. She finds out she's pregnant. Okay. So, on September 5th, she checks into the hospital to have the baby. Okay. She doesn't have the baby till September 8th. So this is like one of those long inductions, which ladies, if you think you're checking into the hospital for your induction, you think it's going to happen that day, 
or even the next day, it might not possibly happen for two to three days. So have patience. Okay. So she has her baby on September 8th. Okay. So Carl's not at the hospital. Why? Okay. I don't know. That's weird. There's no Carl. That's really weird. There's no Carl. And nobody seems to find it odd. Like she's just there by herself. Nobody, nobody thinks it's odd that Carl's not there. I guess not. Okay. So on September 8th, the day of the birth of the baby, uh, a 911 call comes in from Paul. 911, what is your emergency? Uh, hi, yeah, um, it, it appears our house has been burgled <laughs> and my roommate was attacked. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Right? Okay, so the police get there and of course, just like the last time we heard this story, attacked is an understatement. Because Carl was shot 19 times in the face, head, and neck. Good Lord. 19, 19 times. times. Right. With a 22. Okay. Poor guy's so, like switch cheese. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. how, how did your face even withstand 19 blasts like that? Okay. <laughs> what? Why isn't it gone? Okay. So um, the police are like, oh, yeah, sir, your roommate's actually dead. And uh, can you help us, like, see if anything's, like, missing? Like, so, no, nothing's missing. So Paul's there and he confirms that there's nothing missing even though the place has been ransacked. Right. Because Paul's been living there now at this point for seven years. Holy shit. Okay. Paul are like, they, so the police are like saying to Paul, um, so where were you? Like, where have you been? And he's like. because yeah, obviously he's a suspect. He's now. like, you know, his wife's in the hospital having a baby. And, you know, she checked in to have her inductions. Why? Well, went to Florida three days ago to get her stepdad. And I just brought her stepdad back. And. This is what I find. My roommate attacked. Besticle. Yeah, Besticle attacked. So the police are like, okay. They show up at the hospital and they tell Angela, your husband has been shot dead and your house has been burgled. <laughs> so Angela's like, oh man, you know, because I haven't heard from him like for a couple days. That's fucking weird. He's not there to begin with. If you're going to induce, wouldn't, wouldn't you like be there? Wasn't that shit scheduled? I think, right? I would think. Like, so, of course, that's the natural reaction to the police. They're like, well, you're having a baby. Like, why isn't he here? And she's yeah. like, well, he travels. Like, he's a truck driver, and he goes on the road. And so they were like, well, uh, didn't didn't he want to be here? Like, weren't you, like, in contact with him? And she's like, well, sometimes, you know, she's like, I've been calling him, but sometimes he goes to, like, towns and stuff, and he's, like, out of service or whatever. But, like, for three days, like, you're out of service. Like, never with a second that you're in service. Like, so, like, then the police are like, well, like, wouldn't you want to be here? Like, why would he even take a job when you're having a baby? Like, why would he just, like, not be here? And she says, well, it's not his baby. <laughs> it's Paul's. It is Paul's baby, yes. Yeah. So, Paul is, is. Paul is older also. He's not quite as old. At the time Paul moved in, he was uh, 37. Oh, that's a lot younger than... 59. But at this point now, he's got 44 and she's 25, okay. 26. Okay, so he's still much older than her, but he's not 59. Her husband is 59. So the police were like, uh, what? So she says, well, you know, I wanted to have a child and Carl couldn't give me a child because he had a vasectomy because he had two marriages and three babies. So he was okay with Paul and I having a baby. Was Paul sitting on the couch and was he going, having my baby? No. 
I don't know what Paul was doing. <laughs> However, the police were like, what kind of fucked up Alabama shit is this? But, you know, they probably have the same kind of fucked up lives. So now the police start interviewing, like, all the people around, you know, and they interview Carl's family, who says, wait, she was pregnant? Because Carl told us that she had a tumor growing in her stomach. <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. And that he was certain it was cancer and that she was dying and that he was picking up extra time to pay for her medical expenses. Which he probably did think. Okay. Because I'm sure he didn't think that his bestical would impregnate his wife. Well, That's I, not a real good bestical. Well, then they interview who her Who used family. his testicles. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they interview her family who okay. says... A damn straight Carl found out about it. Uh, they say when Carl found out about it, when he realized it wasn't a cancerous tumor and it was a baby, <laughs> uh, he kicked Paul out. Yeah. But he traveled on the road often. So while he was traveling, Paul was sleeping with her. And while he was home, Paul was sleeping in the woods outside their house. Yeah, that makes sense. How weird is this? It's a, it, No, this is normal. Right? So, now the thing is, is once, once Carl found out that she was pregnant with Paul's baby, the two of them decided to concoct a plan to kill him. So they tried to kill him several times. This guy's got bad luck. Mm-hmm. First, they crush up prescription pills and put them in his food. Okay. But uh, it doesn't kill him. And I think partially this is because Angela claims that Carl was recovering from a drug problem. Uh, so he probably had somewhat of a tolerance built. Right, right. Okay, now this one, you're going to love this one. Because in all of our ways to kill someone, this one I think r- ranks up top three. Okay. She finds a dead rattlesnake <laughs> and she milks it for its venom. How does one do this? Was uh, she on YouTube trying to figure out how to do this? Possibly. Or, how, or she just fucking knows how to do this? Because that's just... I mean, this is Alabama. Although it's not, it's not Arizona. No. But I don't know. So she puts this venom in his food. This is pretty crazy. He gets very sick. I'm sure he does. He does not die. So now they got to amp up their efforts. Yeah. So he enlists the help of her younger brother, Jake, who's only 21 years old. And he says, like, you got to help me get rid of Carl. I feel like Jake, maybe Jake was torn because Carl had let him stay at the house before when he'd fallen on hard times. Jake had also, I mean, Carl had also been his brother-in-law at this point for nearly 10 years. Right. 11 years. 11 years. But Jake finds his friend named uh, Travis Lamont Kyles. Does it sound like a killer? I don't know him. All right. He has a nickname. He's a street name. What's the street name? Trap. All right. Trap is 20. Probably not a nice kid. Right. So they concoct this plan to uh, go to the house on September 5th when she first checks in the hospital, ambush him, make it look like a robbery, and then Paul will take off for Florida because he got to pick up her stepdad, and that will be his alibi. And then when he comes back, he'll find his roommate dead. No, no one really any the wiser. Right, right. So uh, that's what they do. They come to the house. But he's laying there shot in the face. Right, they come to the house um, on September 5th, right after she leaves for the hospital. They ransack the house. They steal Carl's gun, which is a 22 handgun, from his gun safe, and they shoot him 19 times in the face. Trap specifically shoots him 19 times in the face. Jesus. With it. So then they, you know, they ransack the house, they make it look a robbery, they do whatever, then he takes off for Florida. 
then it takes three days for her to have a baby. Then they come back and uh, he calls 911. He's like, oh my God. So of course, there's an autopsy. I imagine it would be. And you shot I, in the face 19 times. I feel like medical examiners are pretty smart because they basically pegged the time of death to be September 5th, <laughs> three days ago. Right, right. And so, you know, now the police were like, your alibi doesn't really check out anymore because you were still around that day. So uh, he eventually, because obviously he's not as smart as the police, this guy that like lives from the woods to his friend's house to like whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's just not that smart. Um, he confesses. Okay, it was me. It was all me. It was my baby, and I wanted to take Angela. And so I asked her brother to help me, and I asked her brother to help find a guy that would shoot him. So he found a guy that would shoot him. So they interview her brother, Jake, and Jake says, no, 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 Angela was the mastermind to this whole thing. In fact, Angela was in contact with Carl and Paul. Like, where are you? Where are you? He's coming home. Get ready blah, 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 back and forth. And her phone corroborated this. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it turns out she was the mastermind. And she just planned it perfectly so that he would be killed while she was in labor. Yeah. So that's her alibi. Right? Like, how fucked up is that? She's an animal. It's crazy. Right? Okay. So, uh... Talk about bad luck. The guy... The guy's bezical impregnates his wife and then he gets shot in the face 19 times. By her stepbrother's... uh, Trap. Friend trap, right? So Jake says that she was going to pay them with Carl's 401k money that she was going to collect when they found him dead. Oh, so they did this like pro bono? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. They sure did. (laughs) They did this out of faith. Oh, my god. Blind faith. So after, like, you know, Jake obviously dimed her out, she gets picked up again, a 9-11 of 13 at the health department trying to get a social security card for her kid. In the meantime, uh, <laughs> at that time, Paul and Jake were car- were charged with solicitation to commit murder, and they were being held on $250,000 bond. They were looking for the other dude, this uh, Kyle's guy. and um, Trap? Yeah, trap. And um, eventually, they decided to just charge all four of them with capital murder. So sh- they were all officially charged February of 2014. They pled guilty. And they were sentenced to 30 years each. <laughs> Did now, they find the other guy? Yeah. Now, they're eligible for parole in 2028. Wow. Right, because this was 2013. Yeah. That's nuts. Right? Yeah. So, so yeah. You're just trying to, like, live your life. That This should be a point. This should be, like, a point for people. Right. And you know what? If you're, like, a little older in your life and you date someone younger, like, you know that there's challenges. Like, probably for both people. But for the older, wiser person, you've already been through that, like, ridiculous stage that, like, you're normally dealing with with your kids. Like, the drama, the, like, whatever they go through. And now, you know. It's nuts. Right? Yeah, it's a crazy story. Poor guy. Yeah. Loses his besticle. Mm Mm-hmm. His face. Mm Mm-hmm. His baby. His baby. Well, it wasn't his baby. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean the you know the tr- the draw for me was you know wife ha- wife has husband killed while she's in labor. Yeah, like to me, that's bad. You know, that that that's like a good. That's husband like a whole nother level. Wow. That's like a whole nother level of crazy. I know. Like you well, have to have you're that much literally hatred. willing to be in the hospital by yourself. Okay, by yourself 
to have a baby so that you so that your boyfriend can kill your husband with your brother there's so much going on with this stuff it's like out of control it's very alabama yeah and then you find somebody that's got another friend that's you're gonna bring with you you're gonna say hey listen why don't you come with me we're gonna go kill some random person we're gonna take this retirement money right we'll split it up okay yeah and if you need a place to stay hey you can play stay with my sister she she has people all the time staying there good lord but in the meantime i wonder where like because the police say that at the time that this happened two preteen kids were living there so as like like i i assume that it's her sister's kids like, where were they when all this happened? And when they weren't home for three days while he was laying there dead? Right? Yeah, that's that a, a good find. Okay. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. All right. Stay with us. We got more coming at you. Okay. See ya. Have a good night.